Welcome to the Left of Straight Show, where we talk entertainment, music, books, foodies, and more each week with special guest interviews of interest to the LGBTQ community and our straight allies. Direct from the entertainment capital of Northeast Ohio. Northeast Ohio. Your host, Scott Fullerton, chats with some of your favorite entertainers, celebrities, newsmakers, and behind-the-scenes people across the country and around the world who make it all happen. So sit back, grab your favorite beverage, and let's start talking. gentlemen welcome back to the left of straight show the podcast that brings you the best entertainment for our lgbt community and straight allies where we celebrate the talents and accomplishments of remarkable individuals i'm your host as always scott fullerton today i'm excited to have back on the show a truly dynamic duo to call them actors and comedians really doesn't do them justice they're each trailblazers in our lgbt community in ways both large and small and have overcome diversity and hardships in the youth that have transformed and shaped them into the fantastic men they are today. Jason Stewart and Mitch Hara have had incredible careers individually, leaving their mark on the entertainment industry with hundreds of credits each. You could literally sprain your fingers just scrolling through their IMDb profiles. They work with a literal who's who in the industry, but they haven't stopped there. Together, they've created a sensational short form series called Smothered, where they not only star, but flex their writing skills. The outrageous dark comedy delves in the tumultuous relationship of Randy and Ralph, an entitled boomerage couple who find themselves unable to afford a divorce. Between the chaos of the Jewish mafia, eccentric therapists, and heavy medication, Smother explores the dynamic between these two unforgettable characters, Season two out right now takes the hilarity to new heights as it expands on the story, introducing new characters, delving deeper into the lives of both Randy and Ralph. And the second season premiered with magnificent red carpet event has since shattered records for indie comedy series on Amazon Prime. And this remarkable show has garnered a devoted following, coming to no surprise for the acceptable performance by my buddies Jason and Mitch here. They've earned nominations and acclaim at various film festivals and award shows. I'm so excited to talk to them all about this again. Please welcome back to the show the very talented, the very handsome, and the very funny Jason Stewart and Mr. Mitch Hara. How are we doing, boys? Hey, Scott. How are you? Thank you so much. For I'm excited to talk that to That intro. Was I was very fun. happy about that intro. Yeah, I mean, you should be. Well, you guys. So accomplished. I mean, I'm excited to have you back on. I know just from the last time, last time we had you on together was when season one came out. And that was like rope in a hurricane between talking between the two of you. So I'm going to stand back a bit today and let you guys have some fun here. The only thing I do want to start on is we're coming out of Pride Month here. You guys both came from two different experiences coming out. Jason was much more conservative. Mitch welcome it with arms wide open. When you think about pride, tell me about your tribe now. What do you gravitate towards now? 
And how do you think you guys have evolved towards gay men, Jason? Oh, um, I was going to say Mitch go first. So that's that's a loaded question. It's so big and so wide. Uh, first, I say, when I came out in 1993, I came out on the Geraldo show. It was considered a, a big career risk. A lot of people told me not to do it. Uh, it's 30 years this year. The fall will be 30 years. And it was, uh, it was, I was pretty scared, honestly. And it was a whole different experience because I didn't feel at the time supported by gay men. Uh, most gay men at that time were more interested in women and uh, I guess in, in drag personalities. And now things have changed so much that we are now in that play. I mean, there, there are bears, there are uh, cubs, there are, you know, twinks. Twinks, twunks, 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 there's every every walk of, of LGBTQ is now open into this color wheel of uh, of love to us. So I feel, and we've had the gay community has been our first. Jason, is your volume all up? Is your oh, up as I far as it can go? Uh, yeah, there. Our our uh, I was Better, uh, right. Our, our, yeah, thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, see how gay men support other gay men. Uh, gay men have been always like, a producer. I love it. So, so supportive to us. That's been our first audience, and they've and and the things that they've said and written about our show, and it's been so uh, meaningful to me that all these men and, and a lot of them have been fans of mine for decades, and it really means a lot to me that my LGBT you know uh, fans, n not just my brothers but my sisters too, my bi's, my trans, my drags, all of the people in the the color wheel of our community have been supportive of this show. And uh, and the straight people are trailing along, trying to get in as they always are. <laughs> What's exactly. so funny is my my experience is like I'm like this wild child running through the forest all the time, you know, <laughs> naked, screaming, "I'm here, I'm here, I'm here!" And all my shit's beautiful. So it's like I've my perception, and so maybe it's my you. You're you're becoming yeah. a part of the chair. You're shrinking. It's like you're Lily Tomlin, and then sit up so we can see your beautiful face. So you're running there. Isn't that better? So now I'm producing for him. Fabulous. I love it. Well, that's a great frame. We've come a long way. Very much. Yes, job, are. Jason. I like that. Yeah. Right. We're here. Here we go. I'll even put the chair up higher. You're in the cam. You're in the camera. There I am. Why waste this? <laughs> anyway, I always thought I was amazing. You know, I mean, my, my whole concept is I'm amazing and my content is amazing. And I've, I've always been colorful and not tried to hide that. And it's just like jumping around and it's just like, love my, my shit or move on. You know, I mean, it's like I have so, you know, our childhood were so abusive that I was used to rejection. So this was like the perfect, the perfect occupation for me. So I just got done doing a huge um, pride march with Sony for um, uh, Los Angeles Pride, Spider-Man, whatever. And I led the parade. I mean, every picture and every Getty picture, I mean, and everybody at Sony, the culture is so different. Everybody at Sony is coming coming up to me going, oh my God, that was fabulous, straights, gays, blah, blah, trans. I mean, it didn't matter. Do you know what I mean? And Jason always feels like the, you know, the gays and the Jews were gonna support our series first. And it's so not true. 
everybody. I has. mean, I would think our our best audience so far has been straight women. They like oh, no, love my. I gotta disagree, Mitch. I, I think mean, the, the gay gays are following. They're the everybody's. It's like nobody's out. ignoring us. Nobody is, but the gay men have come out in a really big way for us, especially oh, the, yeah. gay men, the gay men of age, which are your basic, more your fans too, Scott. They really have come to us in a really Especially big way. Especially Palm Springs. Yeah, and the other people have come on. We had a big screening at Sony, and it was wonderful. We had press and, and celebrities, and then we had a really nice uh, big uh, premiere here in Palm Springs. And it, so we've had two major uh, launches for our show, and, and both of them have been so supportive. You know, and it's the the whole series is based on a long term relationship, and and Palm Springs and men of a certain age. You know, if you've marinated long enough, and you've been with the same person, you know, sometimes when they're when they breathe, you want to kill them. Right. And we wind up saying what everybody else wants to say to their partner, because there's no boundaries, and he responds like fifty percent of the people, and I respond like fifty percent of the other couples so right. everybody's represented because we've had people that go come up to us and go i'm more the randy or i'm more the ralph <laughs> or i'm more the you know i mean they identify which is just so amazing do you know that we're representing people with that it wasn't our intention really our intention was yeah. to create something well, intention, hysterical intention, and amazing was, yeah i mean i'm not yeah, an icon intention, our, our intention was to do really good work to have it be really funny and have depth. And then and then we just genuine. and be genuine. We decided that we weren't gonna worry about the, the, the length of the episodes, what we do. We just totally went and did whatever. And then as we uh, as money came in for it and as we created it, we made our cuts and tried great. to fit all into of the it box. was amazing. Yeah, it fit into the box. It was the magic because we set this up and the people just joined us. We lost people and then better people came, including a director, Carlisle King. Amazing. She's our director well, for this. A, right. It's been a great ride to watch. I mean, like I said, I started on board three years ago in the beginning. Um, and we're going to talk about the series. Let's just kind of catch up, though, a bit. Jason, this cool. is your fourth time on here. You've been on three times before, including when I did my big gay road trip to Palm Springs. Now you're cool. living there. You've done some amazing projects in your acting. You still have so many great comedy gigs. Kind of catch us up to what you've been doing the last two years. Oh, gosh. So I guess uh, one of the biggest things is, is I guested on uh, Goliath, which is a show that's on Amazon, no relation to Smother being on Amazon, starring Billy Bob Thornton and produced by David E. Kelly. And I got to play the head of the uh, pharmaceutical company. And I acted, dig this, uh, opposite J.K. Simmons, uh, Bruce Dern, and Haley Joe Osmond. So everybody had an Oscar nomination or an Oscar. So that was great. And what's really funny <laughs> is that I had done the audition and then they lost it. And uh, th I did the audition with Mitch. He did it with me. And then I did it again uh, for the casting director online and I got it. It was just great. And I also have a film coming out called uh, Garlic Parmesan. I have it coming out in the in the fall. It's a straight boy comedy where I play the dad. This I think I'm a gay dad. I think I am. And I play this guy who's a very bad <laughs> improviser, Groundlings group uh, in uh, West Covina. And I have this guy that plays my daughter. And it was it's really funny. And um, uh, what else have I been doing? I've been doing a number of voiceover gigs and uh, 
I, I'm doing a special. Well, you're July missing like 3rd. three top ones, Jason. Oh, what am I missing? What? You're you're missing. He was. <laughs> you're such a schmuck. The he's in the hundredth. He's in the hundred. Oh, yes. Gay. I, I voted in the out one hundred. Yes, and Out Magazine voted me for the Out One Hundred for my uh, correct my, this is my thirty career. year anniversary of coming out on Geraldo as a homosexual. Also, also the success of our series the and, yeah. and the success of uh, the Birth of a Nation and all the things that I've worked on over the years. I won the Best Actor Award at the Indie Series Awards, where uh, there you go. Mitch and I were Mitch and I were both nominated for Best New Series, and two of our actors were nominated for guest stars. And then Mitch and I were both nominated for the Queerty Award, and we the series was nominated. And then the series was and um, FYC right now we're on the list. We are actually on the list right now again to be nominated for the Today's second the last day of voting. Movie. Today is the last day that we can be considered for a nomination, and we'll find out in a month or so whether both of us are nominated and or our series. So that is really exciting. Yeah. Uh, and I'm and I'm shooting a special called A Laugh Proud on July 1st at the Gay and Lesbian Center Theater, the Lily Tomlin Jane Wagner Theater, that Quentin Lee, who's oh, done all these great movies, uh, is now doing a series of specials. And I'm doing this with all these brand new comedians who are like gay, bi, trans, uh, liquid, fluid, everything. Uh, liquid. I'm like the most boring person in the special, whereas at 30 years ago when I did the Out There special, I thought I was so unique. Well, that's over. I'm just a regular old gay guy. <laughs> gay now. is nothing these no, days. We're just, it's we're, nothing. we're like a pair of old shoes. boring, shoot. it's pedestrian. Yeah, we're pedestrian. Well, you've always been the hardest working actor in show business, I think, Jason. I was really excited when I saw the Out 100 Award. Very well deserved. It's right there, my um, Mitchell. It's right there. Here, <laughs> I see it. I see it's right back. The yellow, the big yellow one. Exactly. Yeah, it. it was sponsored by McDonald's. And Rich, I mean, I I've been following you extremely close the last three years since we last talked because I just think you're one of the funniest men on the planet. Plus, you have extremely hot looking guys in about every other one of your social media pics. <laughs> uh, you've been having this fantastic. One man show, uh, the damn kumquat from outer space or something. I don't know. That's no, two point Talk about that. I'm just teasing you a bit. Talk he's about the, this show, also directed by the person's directed season two that you mentioned a little bit ago. But talk about Carla this show. King. Yeah, Carla King. It's it's, it's really one of the best things they ever do. An incredibly huh? prolific theater director. She's an incredibly prolific theater director and and sort of, uh, you know, basically put on a pedestal in Los Angeles. She's a renowned Angeles. theater director, and I pulled her in to do to break her cherry in television. Basically, yeah. And I introduced her to, to Jason, and she's just, you know, she studied with all these amazing women and men, and uh, Kim Stanley, and also Milton Gonzalez, who I studied with. I Kim mean, she studied with every... Oh, yeah. I had no That's, idea. Oh, no. Some, some of her, the way, some of the um, her qualities, the way she directs is directly from Kim Stanley. And people, well, not everybody like, knows, but she's a, she's right. an Kim, insane director. If you, know, Kim, if you, you she nobody played, knows who she is. She played Francis she's Farmer's in the 40s. Mother, mother in Francis. Of course. She was in a goddess 80s. or something. She was She bad. started the movie she's Goddess. Crazy. And she was a big actor studio person, and she was yeah. uh, the, and Carlisle's the actor studio, and I'm in the actor studio. 
But well, speaking of that, uh, mutant olive baby, it is the I've best been thing I've ever great do. reviews on mutant olive. I forget. Um, Del, Del Shores, Emerson Collins, I think, went and saw one of the productions. I talked to them about it. But uh, you've had just some great reviews on it. And I've known a couple of people seen it personally. So that's very personal to you, right? This is kind of almost a letter to your parents or talk about that. It, it is a twisted love letter to my parents. I mean, it's, it's hysterical. And it all takes place in an audition. So they, you're laughing out loud. You're laughing to you're crying. Then you're really crying. And then it gets really deep and it gets really shocking, not to me, but to the audience. And then they are, they're laughing again and then they're crying and then they're laughing and then they're crying. I mean, it's, it's not a, it's no, in no way a coming out. It's an elevation story. It's a story how you evolve and how you elevate beyond your experience, whatever the experience is. And mine's kind of like extreme, but my parents are <laughs> deliciously colorful and horrible and funny. You know, so you get, I mean, it's, I've never been to therapy, but the way I create, I use all of my own garbage and baggage and abuse and whatever the hell happened to me. I use it as a, as art. So, I mean, that's how I paint my creations with my own interior. Well, now craziness. you are completely blurry and you're like, you're like picture of Dorian Gray. Oh, see, oh yes, no! It'll, it'll be fine. It'll be no, fine once it comes up. It records it separately. Yeah, oh, it it each of our I know it's just the lighting. So it'll be fine. You'll I just want to make sure he doesn't disappear. No, no I look he'll fabulous, look don't I? <laughs> well, you can't tell. Sometimes it looks a little blurry in here, but it'll. You look blurry. Um, God looks blurry. The way the film works is it gives three different views plus a group of all of us, so it's going to show each of us individually. Then it's going to put us all together looking fabulous. So we're good. Oh, oh wow. so whoever's talking, everybody else gets blurry or whatever. But it's still recording it straight out. So it's still cool. good. Oh, I'm comf. Yeah. So that's been oh, great. You guys are like such great storytellers. And I think that's what's great about um, this one-man play. I mean, Jason had I'm Talking, his, uh, his autobiography. Is it's this your autobiography? Part. You haven't written a book, right? Right this here. isn't about the book at all. That's that's the book. Yeah, the series has nothing to do with our real. No, this is. No, so I'm saying your your one man play though is like your book. Jason has his yeah, book. Oh, yeah. About his experience. Yeah, yeah. this is, is like a, an autobiography, and Mitch is more is. Oh yeah, uh, a, a fable. It's very tool. autobiographical. It, it's autobiographical, but he does it under the auspices of being an actor named Adam Astor, and he, he's being too modest. There's one scene in in the. Uh, in the in the piece that is that he does with folding chairs, uh, in, where he has this drug induced car accident with twenty seven cars, it's it's so I funny. Recreate recreates it's so crash. funny, so hysterical, and also so sad and frightening at the same time. I and I'd seen it. And I have an out of body experience. Yeah, this is my Thank third you. incarnation that I saw that, and it just it blew me away. No, there's That's some dying. It's the best thing yeah it just i love doing it because it's very 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 personal right and but it's never frozen it's always liquid and it's always if i find something new i put it in because it's got to stay fresh for me and the the difference with an audience doing shit live because jason knows because he does stand up a lot that there's no other kind of 
journey, trip, ride in a train, boat, car, than with an audience. Because it's like, depending on the audience is the, the kind of show you get. I mean, it's always different if they're really vocal and they are. They're, they're like, they, they, they comment on the stories like they're happening right now, which is so amazing to me. But um, it's just for 12 weeks, I was sold out and I'm doing two more and we're going to film it. And uh, yeah, it's been amazing. And Carlisle's the perfect director. He's had a couple people, the wrong people come to the show and and, and feel like they could just talk to him. (laughs) Oh my God, they were insane. Two people with dogs. Who was the second one? With dogs? Oh my gosh. There there was a girl, there was a, no, care, please. One person with a dog. Lovely. Thought she could talk to me. On stage, like we're just we're we're bullshitting. This is we're a lovely Carol, a Carol Edel Carol White, White from Laverne and Shirley, who played Rosie. Who's in the series? Played, first episode. She's in the, both 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 of our last episode of the first season, first episode of the second season. She plays Rita, our social worker, and right. she's a little. Sometimes Laverne she, and uh, Shirley, she was big Rosie. Right. Go ahead. And she uh, occasionally. Uh, you know, feels that she doesn't loses where Lost she is in the world. Yes, yeah, occasionally, but we love her. And she's she's got, got three brain cells left, but she's very talented. She's sitting <laughs> in the second row with a dog. Her phone Which goes off. You know, in the show because she would not let go of the dog. Yes. So that wasn't scripted. That was just her no. bringing her dog in that first scene. No, just oh her goodness. dog and her fucking phone. Right, Mitch? The first season, it was under the desk and it kept licking our feet and, oh my God. And I was just like, let her hold it. (laughs) Right. Just get get him out from touching us. Yeah. It's it's hysterical. And my show is very interactive. So I break the, uh, there is no fourth wall. So it was early enough when the dog started talking and her phone went off and she's dropping the phone and she's, I was like, okay. I said, is this going to be a long thing? Are we going to take, you know, because it's like, it's an audition and it's mine because I'm in the middle of an audition. So the audience got on my side because she was annoying them. So she made me a hero. So it was like, great. And it's just like, you know, dealing with with a heckler or somebody who's like just out of their mind. She didn't mean to. She just can't help herself. No, she didn't mean to. (laughs) But she did it. That's hilarious. (laughs) Let's get into the series. I want to talk about it. First season was three years ago. Such a great hit. Now you're going into it. Is there more anxiety since it's been such a success as you go into it to write together? Is it less? Is there a shorthand now? Talk about what your feelings were going into season two. (laughs) I'm, I, no, I, I just thought, you know what? We're our intention. Like he forgets. Our intention was to elevate and to extend our characters and to bring in more story and to bring in more characters and to make them more, you know, multidimensional. So, I mean, I wasn't worried about, yes, first season was nuts viral and it's hysterical. And it's like, it's a proof of concept. You either love these characters or you don't. And we're hysterical together, and the com- and you know our chemistry is stupid. Yeah, they were like, and they were all like four or five minutes. Go ahead. 
they were like little yeah. bite-sized episode. And then the second season, what we wanted, our intention was that uh, uh, Randy became more uh, likable, that there were things about him that you could see that he was growing and that, that he was starting to mentor one of the trans kids in the Gay and Lesbian Center where we're living. And then at the same time, we wanted Ralph to get more balls and stand up to Randy. And he sort of had a little uh, flirtation with Eduardo, who who runs the... the uh, Not a little. We wanted you, Ralph, to have a love interest. A flirtation. Yeah, flirtation. a love interest. Nothing we happened. wanted a lot of stuff. It didn't happen by accident, Ralphie. No, of course not. It was all <laughs> it, was, it was all like we wanted that. And it's like it's like first of all, it's all learning. It's learning. Randy's learning. He's not all of a sudden a mentor. He he breaks down right. his his selfishness to do that. It's a, he has to find a way to, to be that. And Ralph finds balls in the craziest, you know, he'll stand up to Randy or he'll say, you know, we'll meet, you know, I mean, he won't just be a doormat or he just won't be Edith Bunker. You know, he'll well, you fight for his territory. that in such a great way. The episodes were a little more expanded than the first season, but the first season, you pretty much had a therapist in every season. This, <laughs> we're stuck on the characters a lot more, right? So we're yeah. learning a little bit more about you, and I think it gives you that opportunity to grow as the characters. So I love the way that was kind of brought together into the second season. Yeah, we had we had also brought our parents. Um, my mother is a, is a widow with uh, who had had four husbands and is suddenly becoming bisexual, and. Uh, <laughs> And, and very similar to me, wanting to fit in, wanting to hang out with his mom and wanting to get in there. And then his parents were uh, uh, very scary and able to get us out of trouble. We won't tell you how, because we're going to ruin the story well, for you. possibly in the mafia. Possibly. 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 Allegedly. And, and still in love. Well, I can it's so very sexual. We had three people in their 80s who were very sexual. Well, it was it was great to see that. And like you said, you're, if your mom's going to become lesbianic, I mean, Amanda Beers is the person to do it for. <laughs> Talk about these guest stars. You got some great co-star Jay Rodriguez did a quick little um, cameo. But yeah. I, you brought a lot of new characters in. Was that kind of fun to work with everybody? Was it more challenging Amazing. for the director? It was great. Well, uh, I, met, I met Amanda Burse in Palm Springs. We were the two celebrities at an event, so you could see what a big event this was. And there was one drag personality. I think it was Heck Lincoln, <laughs> God bless her. And we were there at this event. And we were, and we had both come out at the same. She came out the advocate the same year I came out in Geraldo. And she comes over. She and she says to me, uh, you know. Uh, you know, I, I think we've, you know, we've met before, right? You know, because uh, we both came out in 93. And I said, no, we've never met. She says, I know we have. I said, no, I don't think so. I would remember meeting Amanda Burse. And for the last two years, we've become very close friends. We hang out and I know her daughter and her ex-wife and she knows my mom. And we become very, very good Which friends. Which ex-wife? She's got four. No, three. The other ones were live-ins. Oh. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I was... It said, she, I said, watch my show. And she said, oh, my God, this is so funny. I would love to be in it. And I said, well, great. We'd love to be in. And I called Mitch. And I said, we got Amanda Burse. And we just had to find a place for her. And uh, she is But the, the truth of the matter is, Jason, yeah. just to interject the, the cat Kentucky story, because 
originally, this is the only character that I had a pre that we had like predetermined what I want. All the other characters could have been played by men or women or trans or whatever the hell. This one I saw in my mind as an angry Lizzo, like a big <laughs> black, sturdy woman that we could be afraid of. And he, then he came in with Amanda Burrs. And I was just like, she's a little white woman. She's tiny. She and then she's tiny. But she's charming as hell. She's so smart. She's so funny. She's so intuitive. And we actually had like, you know, a read through. And I was like, fine. And that's how that happened. She Everybody else was like, well, I think. Yeah, she, she filled, was she great. Very well. Yeah, now you can't <laughs> see anybody else playing it. Which brings us to what Mitch was saying. Every character in this, we really didn't have uh, a predisposition of what age the character would be, no. uh, what race, whether it be a man or a woman. Sometimes we'd argue about it. I want this to be like the lawyer was supposed to be a man. The, the, the thing, this person was going to be this. So we got an Asian woman. Yeah, and it just changed. And we didn't even we, change her name. No, no, we kept it Kenny. <laughs> Jason said, don't we have to change it? I was like, no. No, what the hell? You know, we Why? did things like that all the time. You know, the, the uh, yeah. uh, we got, we were really lucky because Mitch was riding his bike one day and he re he met Armand Fields and who, who had been the, uh, the new version of Queer as Folk. He Queer was a regular folk. on that show. And he's out riding his bike and the guy, and he talked him in and we got him to play uh, No-No, which was so wonderful because he's so good in it. Jay Rodriguez, I had known for years and I called him and I said, hey, would you do a part for us? And we kept switching him around. He doesn't know this, but we kept switching, trying to find a place. We would do, it was almost like cards. We kept <laughs> trying to find different. And then Mitch had, had gone. Well, unfortunately, there was another piece that there just was no room for. And he, right. he's so mm -hmm. adorable, so yes. cute. And then Nick and Few, we just Fewer, couldn't played, stick it in. We tried five ways. Nick, Nick, a few who plays the, the the Calvin, the guy that's running for office, had played my son in a short film that I directed, and I'd met him at the Writers Guild, and he was such a gifted actor, and he's so wonderful in this. And then, uh, how did you you did you know Nicole from Milton Casales, Nicole Evans? Oh yeah, Nicole, so Nicole is yeah Evans, <laughs> superstar. She's on. She's superstar. amazing. She's disabled. She's in a wheelchair. And she plays one of the and shrinks. She's, she's a, super so She does wig therapy. And she's so fucking funny. Oops. And then she's uh, hysterical. She's and everybody's what, fabulous in this, really. Your friend, Ada Rodriguez. Ada Rodriguez, uh, who has a big HBO special and a book coming out. She uh, agreed to play one of the shrinks for us. And then uh, the car. Which is one of my favorite episodes, really. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's how we it's oh, how we first it. met. How we first met. And it's it's how we are completely in different pages about everything. And then are we missing anybody? There's some wonderful Oh, the parents. Yeah, of course we are. Oh my god. So the, parents? the two, the two uh, Mitch knew the dad. He Bobby. He, Bobby. Robert Costanza, who's been in everything. Yeah. Oh, you he know, was he Joey's played. Joey's father on Friends. And and that's just one of the millions of things. And then I got the two moms uh, because uh, Ellen Gerstein was an old friend of mine, actor studio person, and uh, and uh, right. Carol Goldman. The other one was Car Carlisle's friend, Goldman. By Carol. coincidence. No, she was my friend. Oh. I brought her, total oh. coincidence. She was in my after writer group. And she's in one of my, and she oh, was just great. so yeah. lovely. She played you know, my and, mom with the gun. Oh, so funny. 
Well, it's getting such love towards it. I mean, you had all this confidence going into it, but yeah. did you think it was going to be such a fan favorite? I mean, we're breaking records on Amazon. Uh, talk about the expectations then and where you go from here. Well, I, I think well, that you I knew never, it. Mitch, Mitch always knew everything. I think you never know what's going to happen. And I always, you know, that's the difference between us. I, I wait and see, and he's just, you know, he he what he, it was he had a he had a little uh, Instagram thing he did the other day. He said he said I'm loved and I love being I love being loved and I think if I said that I think I would just drop dead. I I, I would I would. That's paraphrasing. You understand? Yes, I, I don't know. I, I I couldn't even say it. I, I, I would, whatever it is. I do appreciate myself. I would become a pillar but of salt. I also I also if someone goes. Oh my God, like if I did a scene or whatever that I, and they go, that scene was incredible. I will say, I know, wasn't it? Because thank you. And he would never say that. Yeah, I would say. Or I will say, oh my God, this is so great. You have to see it. I love me in it. And he said, and so Jason is always saying, why don't you let someone else tell you that? And why? I believe it. I don't need someone else to tell (laughs) me. He's an island, you know. No, I believe that to be true. (laughs) And I think the authenticity is what draws people to it. I mean, we always either see the really soft, lovey-dovey side of a couple or we see them having small skirmishes. You guys are like real, right? This is fun. You guys slapstick. I mean, you use your improv skills for it. The slap scene in the very beginning in the first uh, scene is amazing. So happened is that we were having an argument that day and he was really he was so mad, mad, at mad at me. Because he was mad he was at me. He was so mad at me. Because he was just oh, so you were the one awful. that slapped first. He you was were, having he a, slapped he so hard. He was having a little hissy pen. Diva bitch. <laughs> he was, oh he was horrible. He was just was horrible and picky. Oh was, my God! Like he doesn't a like child. it if I get quiet and I get quiet. That totally he makes him nuts. Totally, it's the passive aggressive thing that bothers me. Not the quiet. <laughs> I'm not talking, and it's passive aggressive. Hold no, on one the... second. I got my mother down here. It's in they're in the cupboard. They're on the shelf there. I have pots and pans. Sorry about that. Oh my God! Hold on. I call my mother? Oh my God! My mother's dead. So you're not the only one with the next door mom, there, Jason. I got to tell you, she's one downstairs. She can't get up the stairs. So thank God. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Oh my so God. you had real life drama be able to infuse into the script then, it seems. He right? loved it. Oh my God. <laughs> a co- yeah. I did. You know he really slapped good? me so hard, I slapped him right back so hard. Oh, really? he was, was real. But you know what I really loved I about like knocked his eyes when out. I watched the film, uh, the film, the, the show, when I watched the show in the theater, both times what I noticed is there was a tremendous amount of behavior, physical behavior in our performances. Whereas a lot of people will just do their work and they'll be just a talking head like a talk show and there won't be business. They won't, we're eating food. We're fixing our house. He's, you know, he's fixing his clothes. We're actors. Yeah, but, but uh, Mitch, a lot of people. In, we're you'll good see actors. In I know what you're form, saying. Yeah, in short form series and a lot of series have very little behavior. Like one of our favorite shows is The Bear. 
And that show is loaded with behavior. Oh my God, I love that show. The second season, it really influenced us both. Whereas the first season, Fleabag really influenced us. So we had a lot of uh, things. Fleabag and what's his name? Silver Lining Playbill. Oh, uh, David O. Russell. Oh my God, love him, love the dialogue, love, because they do a lot of dialogue, but it's not precious. You know, they got a lot to say and and they're screaming at each other and it's whatever, but they don't pause and they don't get all, you know, we, but Jason, you and I encourage each other to find, we didn't want to do a vanity project. You and I encourage each other to find something better. Like I'm constantly pushing, okay, that's great, but what's a better line? And he'll, you know, and he'll, uh, you know, vice versa. Well, we also get one of the questions I had down the line, too. You guys have both had such long, illustrious careers and work with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, Talk about, are you, who do you draw from when you're drawing? Is it all just kind of, are you an automatic pilot now doing your own thing for so long? Or do you continually draw from other people? We're never an automatic pilot. We learn the scenes backwards and forwards. At times, this is what really weird that happened, is that we were doing several different scenes where we would, we would, I had read that Dustin Hoffman and Robert Redford, while they were making All the President's Men, they learned all the lines. And sometimes one would say the other's lines. And Mitch, if I paused for a second, would say my line. And then I'd say his just to get back. And and, and it was, it almost became like we were just talking in, in these, in these, some of these things. And we were just, it, there was something in the rhythm uh, in the, it was like we were, it was almost like we were singing the, a song. It's music. There was a comedy. Well, music. The dialogue is music. And so we did not do an incredible amount of um, improvisation though. We did at the beginning and the end. We, of the Creating it. Yes. Creating it. We did do a, a hell of a lot of improv. We came from but improv. Everything was scripted when we got to stick, yeah. we got to, but we did, and give then ourselves- we left ourselves open for happy yes. magical surprises. And we did give ourselves permission at the beginning and the end of these scenes to button it or put something on that didn't, you know, that didn't. Like I remember once, Mitch, when I was walking out of the door, and and, and uh, Amanda was screaming at us as Cat, and I went, "Jesus Christ, she scared the shit out of me!" And they kept that in. You know, they, I was out the that door. We kept and- that. Yeah, yeah, they could have. Well, like just... first epi- first season, episode four, he didn't know I was going to kiss him. Not at when all. When we were fighting, and I just I kissed him and bit his lip and all that, and it was just like it was made the the episode fabulous. And in this, when I'm going out, it's dead, dead, delete. He just did a very simple, you know. He said over here, so I go in to kiss him, and he turned and faced, so uh, you know, so it was a lip <laughs> lip lock. And I was like, oh, so that you know, we just went with that. And that was a so I mean we surprised each too. other. No, it's genuine and quiet. It was almost that's what I call my Dupus brother scene. You know, it was like it was like it's so real and so our you know our thirty something or something. There was just a, a feeling. And that's our of, director. Yeah, yeah. There were a couple of scenes when we were rehearsing it were completely different. There's a scene when we get oh, out yeah. of prison. When well, we the did ex- an episode of the jail. The ex- yeah, when exiting we get out of the of jail, jail, which is one of my faves. Love yeah, it. we were we were going to do that scene, and we were so angry when we were doing it, and it was so dramatic. And then she said, "Try it again. It's not working." And try it. And we went, "What? Okay." And she says, "Try it again, but just talk talk to each other." And then all of a sudden, the behavior of me being the the parent to him, and you know. Uh, 
putting his coat on and making sure our hands were clean from being in jail and all the things that one would do who loves somebody was all part of the scene while we're arguing. But yet there's no discussion of it. There's no uh It was just so much more interesting. There's no, it's just- That's what I love about was the naturalness of it. Just like that cleaning the hands and you just reaching your hands in between his hands while he's putting on the- the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's I mean, that's what he's talking about behavior. Happen, the, that great moment would never happen is is if if behavior didn't happen and somebody put their hands under the thing to clean their hands off. That would never have happened if we, we just stuck to the lines and did the scene like we were thespians. You know, we we were over. Well, plus, it was all moving, and that was Carlyle's idea too. Exactly. That it was just the camera followed us because we're really married to to a shot. Yeah, it was right. one shot. Which I love more than life. If you can get that whole in the scene, he takes a picture because he's he's always taking pictures of himself. And then one scene, he takes a picture. And then he takes another one, and I'm not in it, and I'm too late. And no, and one I, he likes it. Randy likes it better. And it isn't even that. I don't even try to get in it because I know there's no. And I went, oh, okay. No, you and tried you know, the first time, and then it was just like, yeah, and then you gave up. <laughs> But it wasn't like there was an argument. I wanted to hold off a little bit to bring you on. It's been out for a couple months now, but I kind of purposely did it because this has such a twist to it. And like I said, first the story, it's more about you guys. You see a lot more of the love behind the animosity between each other. So I love those softer scenes. But then it turns and we have a different ending that we might have expected near the end. And so if you haven't seen it now, Go see it, but what are you guys willing to talk about this kind of twist ending now that we've been a couple months in? Well, wow. the, I don't I'm going to tell the PR story. I don't want to wreck it. I don't yeah. want to wreck it either, but the PR person, one of our PR persons before we hired them, they watched the, the whole series and they were like, oh my God, I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. And then I have a problem. And then Mitch got so upset when she said that, remember? Hey. I know. I was like, "What? What does she mean? She has a problem." Have them so she goes, "They can't. They can't have that kind of. I'm not going to give it away, but she said they can't have that kind of argument." I said, "Well, they do, because it just it's reality. Do you know? It's like how far do you push each other before? Because we walk away from each other a lot in this episode, or I walk out, or he walks out, or." He walks to the bathroom or I walk out the door or whatever. But this one is, it's very funny, but it's very real. Did you it's find very it funny, real. Uh, Scott, what's your perspective? I, I did find it funny, but I also saw, thought it was the most open and honest and vulnerable that Mitch's character ever was. That final scene just opens him okay. up completely. Still, the humor stays in it, right? Right. But it's like, He's talking real, and he's before you can kind of tell um, throughout the series, first and second season, I think, that Mitch's character has an ulterior motive behind his toughness, and you can you kind of see it in his eyes, you kind of see it in his acting, but I think that shell is broken in this last scene, and like I said, we don't want to give too much away, but it's a it's an amazing final scene between you guys. I think it was a great final episode. And Thank so you. well done, which sets you up for an entire new season three, which is amazing. Yeah, I think <laughs> there's a cliffhanger, baby. <laughs> I think that um, uh, certainly uh, 
you know, Randy's character loses his sobriety and Ralph for the first time stands up to him, but in a very subtle way. Right. Which is really. And there's all the nuance behind with the chef and everything. You got all this extra nuance involved that kind of just adds to the drama to it. So I think it was so well done. You deserve all the kudos you're getting. Um, the nominations, like you said, by the time this will air, maybe a week or so before we find out, we're going to air this in a couple of weeks. So I just think you're going to get the same accolades it has before because you've taken everything from season one and just expanded upon it. It's just become the acting is 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 larger. The the sets are bigger. One of the things I did like is you do have you guys do a great use of space, right? There's not a lot of open space. You guys are very much cloistered in all the scenes. Even the kitchen scene was probably the most expansive was, set you had. You're right. Um, and, and I just love the way you guys play with that space. And that was all in, in Sony Pictures. They allowed oh, really? us. Yeah, they allowed, well, they, yeah, they're really nice to me. <laughs> so <laughs> we, yeah, that was, that was probably the most opened scene because there's him and then there's me and no no entering the kitchen and then there's me entering their little love nest and it's really um big. It's, my, really big. Yeah. it's yeah i love that i love that whole scene it's an amazing scene all right so it took three years to go from one to two are you guys already <laughs> thinking up writing? Are you guys writing again already? Well, or where where do you send? Somebody me? wants to give us some cash right now. We'd be happy to take. We have the script. Movie. Yeah, we were ready to rock and roll. There's too many awards not to have cash on the table for this. I'm very right? upset about. That. Yes, there well, should be some. Anybody who wants to be the executive on. producer of uh, Smothered Season Three, we are open and ready to rock and roll for you. And we this we'll bring even more. We'll step it up. We'll have even bigger names because the more people that watch the show, the more people want to be involved. And we've already had. Yeah, people. they do. It's crazy. Yeah. So, I think you have to bring your cast and have a big one night only thing. Jason's comedy, comedy, your one man show. Get a couple of your actor friends. Have a big old production and make the whole bank full in one night. Well, yeah. I, All right, I, let's do that. Yeah, I can, I can do it right <laughs> now. Mitch will be crying during his show, and then I'll be making fun of him. It'll be great. As all our It'll friends, all our friends will come. Yeah. And, what the hell has happened to the two of you? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's 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 Jewish heritage. You laugh, you cry, you start all over again. So I like it. No, yeah. we we have we have a lot of hope. All right. Well, we got to wrap things up here. Let's go ahead and talk about um, where they can find you on social media, where they can find this fantastic series. Give them the website because so much great information is on there and where they can find everything. Jason? One, two, three. One, two, three. SmotheredTV.com. SmotheredTV.com. That's where you guys got to go to. You can watch the show on Reverie. SmotheredTV.com. Keep Mother going. TV. Uh, Reverie, you can watch it on uh, Amazon, YouTube, Peacock, Amazon, Samsung, Peacock. Apple TV. It's on 29 different platforms. And But you can get direct links by going and to in Europe. 
Yes, yes, at smothertv.com. They monetized it on Amazon Prime. So you can pay $12 or you can watch it for free on YouTube. <laughs> and you can also but see it. If you watch it on, on Amazon Prime on your TV, you got to flip over, go to details, write us a five-star review. Tell us how much you loved us. Yes, that means there a lot. Because we would love Amazon to call and, and take us to the next level. And say, here's a call. Yeah, here's a hundred thou. Go make a little six episodes. I think it should I... be six six 20-minute episodes this time we're discussing. That would be amazing. I mean, we went from the first one was six episodes of maybe six Five to minutes. eight minutes. And then we have eight episodes of seven to eleven minutes so yeah and the second one was eight and the first season was i'd say four to six minutes and the second season was probably six to eleven minutes that's That's what he just said very very good and where can they find you personally and follow along your own personal social media for me you just go to jasonstewart.com s-t-u-a-r-t all my social media is, is right on the side Oh, yeah. MitchHara.com and Mitch Hara on all platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Shitter, Bitter. There you go. I love it. Guys, thanks for taking the time to come on. Amazing second series, our second season. I appreciate you both so much. We'll have to, uh, we'll find a way. I'll find some fundraising for you. We'll find a way to get this done. Oh. Put on my executive producer. We would love that. Uh, Please. There you go. Tomorrow. All right, stay on the line for me, guys. We're going to do a special five questions with both Mitch and Jason coming up. Look for that next Tuesday. Guys, thanks for being on the Left of Straight Show. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. All right, we'll be back with another episode soon. You're listening to the Left of Straight Show right here on the Left of Straight Radio Network. Have a great afternoon, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Left of Straight Show. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast distributor and please give us a five-star rating so more listeners can find us. You can follow us on social media and be sure to check out our website, www.leftofstraightradio.com for contests and other news and information. See you next week.